You gonna kick it off? Welcome to the Sonica Project, hosted by myself, Travis Marshall, and Pat Forstall. The purpose of our show is to talk with those that have inspired us and discuss challenges in life, past and present. We hope these stories push you to chase new challenges and press on. Overall, we hope to build a community that lives out our mantra of someday never comes. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. Patty F. Baby, how we doing? Yeah. First podcast of the new year besides the one with Jackson Mitchell. Um, great to have you on. Great to be here. Uh, really, really excited to get this going and get the uh, get the year started off to a good start. Uh, today's today's format, as we were just discussing, will be pretty open-ended, but essentially just be what we've learned for the year, uh, what we've been up to, and then, yeah, see where the conversation takes us. So, Pat. Hit me. What have you been up to, man? We're, what is it, 17 days in, 15 days into the year? Like, what have you been up to? Yeah, man. Um, 50 day, 15 days in. It's been a pretty chill start to the year, which has been nice. Um, I just knocked out a, a, a two-week, like, online course to knock out three credits, get me closer to graduating in May. Um, so that's been nice uh, to get that knocked out. And then uh, besides that, it's been marathon training. So um the atlanta marathon is fe- february 25th so i'm at like five six okay. weeks out now um how's the body feeling body's feeling all right you know uh i think whenever you get like deep into a a big training you have to watch out for injuries and so kind of had some like i, w- I want to say it's probably plantar fasciitis popping up in one in my foot so just trying to be smart about that stretching out the foot um doing some mobility type work with it but uh Feeling pretty good. I had a 20 miler on Friday um, and felt pretty strong through it. So hoping, hoping I can hit my goal of a uh, three thirty next month. Nice. Nice. Yeah. You know, we, we, we talk a lot about like running and training and injury prevention and stuff like that. And like, I think one thing that's really important is once you do feel something coming on, like never, never just discount it. Cause like if it's something in your foot and it's just small and you can push through, it's changing the way you, like it's changing your stride it's changing like how your foot strikes which then is like yeah you know, possibly gonna injure something else so dude yeah, yeah i know it's like not to go super down this whole like, rabbit hole but i think i think you're right and it's funny so last month in december i'm still in the marine corps reserves for those that don't know and uh i had to do a cft so um a cft uh, for those that don't know is a 800 meter run you do ammo can presses and then you do a, a, a short little course called maneuver under fire and uh as i was getting there you know i, I haven't been running a lot of like 800 meter sprints and me being like considering myself an athlete i know like all right i need to warm up i need to stretch like i need to get my heart rate going before i just go out there and bust a 800 meter sprint but i knew that if i did that i'd be the only one there doing it and sure enough, I show up to the I show up to the event, 
and everyone's just standing there and it's like, you know, 40 degrees out. It's kind of cold. No one's warming up. No one's doing anything. And I was like, well, I don't want to be the one guy warming <laughs> up. Like I'm, I'm already like, I'm the reservist showing up. They don't even know who I am. And, uh, unfortunately I let that, I let that dictate my warm up. So I didn't really warm up and I just got hit the start line and, you know, started sprinting and my left hamstring, like, like tightened up real bad. And I don't think I necessarily pulled it, but I probably strained it. And, uh, that kind of bugged me for the last like three or four weeks, really. And now it's my left foot that's bothering me. And like mm-hmm. me having injuries in the past and stuff, I know that kind of stuff like goes up and down the chain. And um, I wouldn't be surprised if the reason my foot's hurting is because it went from my hamstring kind of down to my calf and into my soleus and all that kind of stuff. So like you said, you can't discount it. And it's tough because now I'm like, well, I don't really want to take multiple days off of running. Not to mention we're doing a two for 30 challenge. So I'm like, well, even on my off days, I'm trying to get two miles of running in. So just got to be smart. I mean, one thing I haven't been good about in the last – you know, a couple months or even year, um, is like just warming up and stretching and foam rolling and stuff. So just trying to be more intentional about that trying not to let this injury kind of knock me off course. Yeah. And you know, that brings me back to the last Ironman that I did and I was, I was standing there waiting for the swim to start. It's early in the morning, you know, five 30 in the morning (laughs) and you're looking around and you see like none of the young people are warming up, but the, the older people, you know, the forties, like late thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, those people are all doing the stretches, like actually jogging around the field. And it's made me, it's made me, and especially with your story, it's made me really think about, wow, what I should be doing is, you know, spending that hour before actually moving my body, warming up and re- rather than like saving my energy because totally. saving my energy actually isn't doing anything. I hop in the water and I'm like, my shoulders hurt, my legs hurt, like it's just not doing anything any good. So yeah, yeah the, the importance of warming up. And that's something that I wanted to work on this year was even if I'm going on, you know, like two for 30 challenge, like a two mile run, I have like little bands and I'll warm up, just making sure I warm up like my glutes, my hammies, my quads, even if it takes like five minutes, just get something going before you actually like, you know, put the effort in and uh, do the run. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's good advice. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we can learn from our own uh, mistakes in the past, <laughs> and hopefully people listening can uh, can learn from us too. What yeah. about you, though, dude? You've been uh, you've been up to a lot. I think last time last time we were on a podcast together, you were on the East Coast, and now you're, you're out, now you're out in San Diego. Yeah, yeah. I so around Thanksgiving time, I bought a van, so I bought a Ford Transit two fifty extended high roof. That's what I'm currently in. As Joe Illuminati Joe who's That's previously right. on our podcast would say, uh, simper gumpy. So I'm always on the move, uh, <laughs> always, always traveling around. But so for the past three weeks ish, I've been bouncing around from Northern Cal to Nevada, to Utah, and then Arizona and California, uh, Southern Cal. And I'm in Coronado, beautiful Coronado right now. And I can tell you right now, the weather here is just, perfect it is absolutely insane probably was 60 and sunny right now yeah it's you know you wake up every morning and you're just like wow this place is this is a special place sure. so um super nice i the experiences from the past couple of weeks of you know traveling and like living in the van uh meeting up with people and i met up with a good friend luke in utah and tom lacy buddy from of ours from uh the academy and the ability to just like hop in a car, go to a new place, have all your gear, like all my snowboarding gear, snowboard for a week, 
and then you know tom was heading out he had to head back to jersey and i was like you know what i want to go i want to go see zion so i went down to zion hung out in zion for a little bit went to uh was it kolob canyon the back side oh, yeah. of zion yeah yeah which if you guys haven't seen kolob canyon it is absolutely stunning uh the I actually couldn't go up because it was so snowy. There's so much snow on the road, and there was a like an avalanche watch out, wash out. Um, but nonetheless, it was absolutely beautiful canyon, uh, part of the world that you know you really need to see more than just like driving there and see it in one day. You need to like go be there, like wake up and see like the mist coming through the valley. Valley, yeah. um, it is just such a special place. And I left there and uh. Yeah, went south, and I've, I've actually met up with uh, Gilda. So episode go. one, Call the back. soccer head. She texted me, and she was like, "Hey, I'm at a convention in Anaheim. It's a coaching convention. Uh, would love if you could make it to the uh, soccer at happy hour." So Let's go. headed down there, saw her, and it like you know that was like the culmination of wow, this you know having this man has been awesome because I was able to like just go there, no room reservation. May have slept in the back of Homewood Suites parking lot, but you know it's all good. <laughs> uh, and you know, met some awesome people. Met uh Scott, her co-founder, and you know, it really just solidified why Soccerhead is going to be a great company with those two running it. So, um, overall, yeah, the past couple weeks have been unbelievable. Uh, super stoked to be in California. I start my new job tomorrow, so you know, getting ready for that. Okay. And uh yeah, I mean it's been awesome. That's all, that's cool, dude. How so I mean van life, that's that's big time. I think I feel like a lot of people probably look at that and think it's something they're interested in, like want to do. How how long how long had you been thinking about maybe wanting to get a van or was it something you've been th- thought about for a long time? Yeah, so back in twenty 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 one, I believe it was a Good friend of mine on the submarine, Erickson Bean, uh, kid from the academy, played soccer, was a year before us, but he bought a van. Uh, and we went out to Seattle. He had his van out there. And I remember one specific day, we were like, hey, let's go like hike through Olympic National Park. We took the van out there. He had a Transit 350 high roof extended. And we got out there. It was unreal. And then, you know, we got stuck in the van. And I remember trying to pull this van out. And I had, we had the, we ended up like hiking all the way down the mountain, basically running like 13 miles as the sun was setting to catch a car to get back to Bainbridge. Kind of a wild story, but we ended up getting back to Bainbridge uh, for the morning so we could get my car and get his van unstuck. I'll post some videos on there. It's pretty funny. That's funny. Um, but, and then when he was getting it unstuck, he, then the mode was all the road was all muddy, and so he slipped off to the side, and the van flipped on the side, and so it was like rested up. It wasn't like totally flipped, but it was resting on a tree on the side, uh, and that's a big. It's a huge van. I mean, yeah. it was it was nine thousand pounds. Godly. So, luckily, we had my car, and he had four wheel drive, so we were able to get it out. But uh, I don't know why that made me want a van so bad <laughs> <laughs> because it was such a bad experience. Like, but uh, it it was a ton of fun. And then I ended up staying in his van a couple times uh, when he went on deployment. And I was just I was just chilling, so I'd take it out to Olympic National Park, Mount Rainier. And from that point, I was like, I need to get a van. And at that point, I was selling my car to move to DC. Sold the car, and 
I was like, you know what? When I was buying a car to come out here, I was like, I could, you know, do the do the electric car or something like that. And I was just like, nah, man, I want I want something that I can travel in and I can really, really enjoy and see new places. So got the van. And it kinda, you know, this doing this podcast and talking with you and like, you know, having everybody else give comments about something never comes, Sonico. I was like, man, if I don't do it now, I'm probably never gonna do it, right? Like I've yeah. never, unless in, until I'm like 65 and yeah. retired and then I can buy like one of those big bougie, like, you know, Winnebago ones rolling around that are like 150 K. So. Yeah. That's sweet, dude. No, I love that. Like, yeah, that, that that's awesome. You, you like saw a positive experience. You, it's something you like wanted to do at some point and you pulled the trigger on It's cool. And yeah, there's like you said, there's like no better place to do it than Southern California, at least from, yeah. from my experience being out in San Diego um, and I get, you know, you got a good taste of it, but you're like seven hours from Zion. If you want to go back seven yeah. hours from like Sedona, Arizona and like the grand Canyon, seven hours to like Yosemite and, um, Lake Tahoe and all of that area. So it's, it's also close. Yeah. And yeah. So you're going to have some good experiences. I'm excited to, to follow along. So maybe with that, unless there's anything else you want to share, we can kind of move into the next segment of what, what we've like learned recently, um, anything you want to share there. So have you learned anything in your first, you know, three weeks of van life? Yeah. Uh, so me and my dad did a lot of the work, um, on the exterior. We, we did a bunch of scrubbing of the rust on the bottom because the, the drivetrain and all that had rust, took off all the wheels, did some work under there, uh, put them back on. And we also did some stuff in here. So I'm learning a lot of carp, car, uh, carpentry, which has been, awesome and extremely frustrating at times yeah. but uh still like a cool set uh you know cool thing to learn and makes you a little more handy around the house but i did learn that make sure you use a torque wrench on your wheels because yeah. once i picked up tom lacy pulled off to the side because it was uh it was like a banging and my wheel was like about to fall off so oh, yeah it was like the nuts were finger tight so i could like loosen all of them with my fingers it was really bad um but we caught it it's all good uh vana lives another day so yeah uh and then yeah so on this past trip we were and i've sent pat this this video when it was happening but there's a huge storm that rolled through southern utah and uh i was basically running through rolling through like a blizzard it was like you know, 75 miles of no pull off. And most of the, most of the trucks at this point have pulled off nowhere to pull off. If you're a white van, you know, covered in snow off on the side of the road, you're just going to get annihilated. So there's ice road truckers out there and those semi trucks are absolutely nuts. They were rolling past at like 60 miles per hour, just cruising by um, me and my like tiny little white van compared to these guys. We're just getting absolutely like, pushed off to the side of the road. Um, so learned a little bit about how crazy truckers are and uh, what it takes to ride on an ice road up in uh, Utah. So that was fun. Uh, two for 30, learned a lot about two for 30, especially like last time I did two for 30, I was in DC. It was summertime or it was, it was fall time and super easy. You know, you just, you go and do it rain or shine. Yeah. Uh, this time I've been in Utah for most of it and uh, Utah for the first part of it and you know when there's a snow when a snowstorm coming through or uh, 
you're trying to do it and snowboard for seven or eight hours a day uh or drive nine hours a day it's it's tough to find time to you know get your two miles in but uh i did walk around a loves gas station for about an hour um and i clocked two miles in there so i was pretty proud of that but that's that's dude that's that's what's <laughs> getting it done is all about yeah and it, it it was kind of fun you know i ended up talking to some of the some of the guys walking around there and learned a little bit about them so that was nice uh The van has taught me a lot about, you know, finding, finding a way to, you know, connect with people. And, you know, I haven't spent a lot of time with my dad in the past years just because he lives on the West Coast. I live on the East Coast. So, um, you know, relationships with parents can be tricky. Uh, having the van and like us working on it together has been just like unbelievably helpful. Uh, we found like a new bond Uh, bond over the van and then also just like bond and our love for you know creating something out of what was once like nothing so that's been pretty awesome kind of a you know re-strengthened our relationship i look forward to you know continuing on that and then oh yeah moving so i'm middle of a move right now and my stuff is about to come uh, in the next like 30 minutes the movers are coming in and you know, all I had was one bag and then the van, what was in the van, but it's really made me realize like all the extra stuff that I have really isn't necessary and kind of makes me think like, man, like there's a lot in my life and a lot in everybody else's life that is just not necessary for us to be happy. Yeah. And like the essential things that I have right now are what make me so happy and like want me, make me able to just like live my life freely instead of having all this stuff around. So uh you know kind of a new new not resolution but like something i want to work on is like having less stuff and just Yeah. like focusing on like the stuff that really matters to me um and not just like all the materialistic stuff so Okay. yeah that's that's what i've learned re uh in the past you know 15 days and yeah, what do you got that Uh, and I guess one comment on that too is I think like rolling into a new year is a great time to kind of look at your inventory. And like you said, like, what, what do you actually need? What not? Cause you know, Ansley and I are looking at moving in the next couple of months and we got a baby coming here in a very short amount of time. And um, so we're, we're kind of trying to make some more space and I'm the same way. I'm like looking at things that I've bought in the past or, or whatnot. And uh like looking to get rid of them or what, and, you know, it just makes you think about, okay, what do I actually need? And, um, like what is going to give me like long-term fulfillment? And, um, it's something we've, uh, we've talked about a lot at church recently too, is like, um, you know, not finding, trying to find fulfillment outside of just like what you see in your day-to-day -day life. And, um, so I think this time of year is a great time to kind of reflect on that as you you're going into a new year. Um, Yeah, absolutely. I think, I uh, yeah, go ahead. one yeah one thing that uh one thing that I started doing was when I get to a new place, I turn like it's, I hang all my stuff in my in my closet where the hangers are like facing backwards, and then after like the first three months, if they're still facing backwards, I just get rid of them. That's good. So, and it's like it's helped me get rid of a lot of stuff and helped me find more joy in like the stuff that I actually have. So. Yeah. Nice, dude. Um, yeah, I feel like I don't, I don't have a necessarily a ton to share on like what I've learned front. Um, the one thing I've listened, I've been, I've, I've been reading, um, 
I've been reading a book right now, uh, and also listening to some other things. So, uh, over the weekend, I listened to Matthew McConaughey's green lights. Um, yeah. yeah. Have you, have you listened to it? Yeah. I love that book. I know. I, um, I definitely like discounted it. I, I remember, I remember when it came out, it was probably, it, I think it came out during COVID. Um, cause right when I came back from deployment, I remember. So that was like, uh, October of 2020, it was a lot, there was a lot of buzz around it. And, um, I've always like, I liked Matthew McConaughey. I always thought he was a really like interesting guy and like a, a character in a sense. And, um, I think I discounted like just what, in a sense, what kind of person he was. And so I wasn't, I, I didn't really want to listen to green lights. I thought it'd be kind of a lot of fluff and a lot of just like you know, the McConaughey isms. Um, but I'm really glad I listened to his story because it's very inspiring and it, sh- it just shows like, uh, I mean, he's, he's a guy, he's the type of person I look up to and a person that like takes risks, kind of follows their gut, um, put themselves out there and like willing to learn. And, um, I, I don't think I really knew that about him until I listened to the book. And so uh, I got it on audible, listened to like one and a half speed. And, um, I, you know, it's like four hours long at that point. Um, so it's yeah. pretty easy, easy to digest and it's a good story. So I would recommend that. Um, and I've, I also, I like to listen to podcasts. Um, so I listened to the Huberman lab, um, Huberman, he's got a great, he's got a great podcast. He, he goes on a lot of podcasts and has some really good episodes, but he recently had David Goggins on there. So I feel like whenever I see Goggins on a podcast, I got to at least just kind of like listen. And so when you have Huberman, who's very science-based and you have Goggins, who's very much just like, you know, mental. all like mental. <laughs> um, it, I was like, this is gonna be a good episode. And it was pretty cool. Cause um, one thing they talked about is the interior mid cingulate cortex i had to write it down because i figured i was gonna mess it up <laughs> the interior mid cingulate cortex amcc it made me happy that Huberman was like you don't need to know like you don't have to like that word doesn't really mean anything what's important about it he says a part of the brain and it's what like really dictates your will and your willpower um and he said it's basically like a muscle so it's really small in like people like obese people and um it's bigger in like athletes and um, he like talked about another group of people in which like the AMCC is like really big. Um, And so again, it ties back into like, you know, people that have will and willpower. And one thing he talked about is like, it's like a muscle and it's something you have to train. And if you like don't train it, it gets smaller again. Um, Mm -hmm. And the way you train it is by doing things you don't want to do. Which I thought was like really interesting and kind of, almost just like solidifies like some of the teaching and some of the, like maybe the buzz that's been going on that I've been hearing the last like, year or so about like doing hard things. Like I think as an athlete uh, playing football at Navy, like we always, you know, uh, kind of try to do like the hard things, like did hard workouts, all this kind of stuff. But um, yeah, I guess it just goes to show like when you do things you don't want to do, it, it makes like it increases your will and willpower. Um and it was also interesting that like it, it's only things that you don't want to do. So even if it's something that's like uncomfortable, but you like end up finding joy in it. So for instance, like ice baths, like I, I really like ice baths, like sure. The first like minute or whatever stinks, but I like love ice baths. I think it's like in a sense, like a luxury, like not but is it still, is it still hard for you to get in it? It's hard to get in, but I think, I think I, I, based on what I've learned in the human like podcast, like that's kind of like not enough. Like if you enjoy it, like at all, like at the end. Okay. That's it. I don't, it was funny. Cause right after listening to the podcast, I was like, dude, I do not want to take this trash out. Like we live, uh, we live up like, you know, four flights of stairs. I didn't want to take the trash out. I was like, 
well, maybe this is something that can help like work on my AMCC is like taking out yeah. the trash. Cause I've, even after I take it out, I'm not like happy <laughs> I did it. There's no joy in it. So, or so, folding laundry. Is that, yeah. does that count too? I think that's good for Ansley. Ansley does not like folding laundry. <laughs> Neither of us do, but, um, so that was, that was a cool thing to learn. So yeah, if you're interested in it, go listen to that podcast. It's, uh, it's like three hours of, uh, Goggins just, you know, being Goggins and talking about how much he does, like how often he does things he doesn't want to do. And then Huberman kind of throwing out some, some science back stuff. So. Yeah, the uh, the name of the podcast is released on January first. It's how to build a mint center strength on Huberman Huberman Lab. Um, I do I need do need to listen to that. And you know, it's funny you say that because I thought I was under the impression that all the ice bathing I was doing when I was in DC because I'd do it every morning, and I would like look forward to it. I would yeah. bike in. I'd be like, oh, this, this is gonna feel so good. It's gonna be me amp for the day. I thought that was all good. And I wonder if there is still some positive outcomes from doing it. I'm sure there are like totally. physical, physically, yeah. but just the, the brain side. So maybe you can, maybe you can twist it into something new. So like you may be looking forward to getting in the ice bath, but that's only up to your waist. So yeah. you, you, you go all the way up to like the chest yeah. or you go like all the way up to the neck. And I think that adds a new challenge. And then, you know, if you're going just like, five minutes every morning and it's all the way up to your neck and you enjoy that. Then I think honestly, at that point, you just need to see a doctor because you're probably something wrong with you. <laughs> and I, I pick on I, the only reason I didn't even throw out ice baths too, is because I feel like 2023 was like the ice bath year. Like everyone, yeah. like at least uh, on the social media accounts I follow and like the health space, like a lot of people started talking about ice baths and talked about like, you know, there was like some kind of buzz around like, Oh, doing hard things. Like I get an ice bath. Um, and like ice baths have a ton of value, uh, besides even like that mental factor. Like, yeah. I think it's supposed to really help like mood and, uh, energy levels like throughout the day. Um, so there's like, t- I mean, the, the health side of it is so great. I think just from like the kind of like that willpower and like, um, doing hard things is like, just like really make sure if, if you're trying to go from it from that angle, um, I don't know. It's just, it's interesting to, interesting to know. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, incredibly good for you. So, Yeah. If you can't, the the house that I'm living in now in Coronado has an ice bath. Does it really? Damn. Yeah. So we are we're living large here. It's good. So, so, yeah. <laughs> no, someday the the goal one day would be able to have like sauna ice bath uh, set up yeah. at the house. I mean, I go to the YMCA right now. Uh, we have a we have a pretty solid sauna there. But dude, I mean, if you want to do like a do it yourself ice bath, if you just like you're doing it in the tub. Yeah. I mean it's like probably 20 bucks an ice bath, you know, buying all the ice. And, yeah. and then like what I've realized in the summer too, is like right now, this time of year is good. Cause like, even at the coldest, I've turned my like tub on, like the water's pretty cold, but in the summer, so high here in Georgia, like the cold water temperature is like probably 60 degrees or yeah, it's, it's probably warmer weird. than that. So all the ice melts like immediately. I can't like, <laughs> I can't even like get an ice bath in without having to buy like 40 pounds of ice or something. So yeah. I think they they have a like an old freezer, like a chest freezer, yeah. and then they put like a filtration system on it, and it's it's working out. That's and the good. the benefit of living with uh, six dudes that are like highly highly competitive is that yeah. you can convince them to to do anything. So I was like talking to them about getting a sauna as well, and they're like, oh, "Dude, <laughs> yeah, yeah, saunas are expensive, but yeah, if you split it amongst six dudes, you get your money back on that. Not too bad." And I'm sure your setup, I'm sure your setup at work will be pretty solid too in terms of yeah. facilities. 
Yeah, they have a uh, ice bath and saunas there. So nice. Double sauna, double sauna, double ice bath. Let's go. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> um, cool. All right. Anything else we want to share on um what we learned, or we want to kind of move on to the what else? So we'll 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 see if this sticks. But we decided to kind of go with uh, what we've been up to, what we've learned, and like what else. And uh, what Travis and I talked about is, <clears throat> you know, the goal for the year would be to release around like twenty four episodes, around two a month. Um. Hopefully have, or the, yeah, the, the goal is to have uh, 12 kind of interview slash guest style podcasts and then 12 others um, that would either be conversations like this or kind of see what topics come up. But so for these ones, we've, we figured we'd go through this format. And so for the what else, you got anything there, Travis, on what else? Um, one other thing that I I did, I guess this would go into the uh, the learning section, but, you know, this is super random. Uh, one, of, uh, one of the buddies that lives here john and jeff leninger they their dad's staying with us right now he's just in town just enjoying coronado because who doesn't who doesn't yeah and uh he's a very successful astronaut and uh author but i've been talking to him a bunch just while he cooks and whatnot and he was we had an in-depth conversation about implementing exercise into your everyday and he's like the more you can you know run walk bike commute to work or wherever or kayak even he said he was living on coronado and kayaking to point loma every day and then hopping on a bike and then heading over to the wherever the base was like a mile or two away and i was just like man like that's that's kind of what i've been doing for the past year just biking to work and it really does you know even if it's a late day you still get your hour hour and a half of exercise in with just a commute of you know, biking running walking whatever it is so if I know that's not feasible for everybody, but you know, if that's, if that is feasible for you, like definitely I encourage you to do it. Just try it out once, um, just hop on a bike, get to work. And if it doesn't make you feel better, maybe try it again. <laughs> <laughs> I I promise um, it will make you feel better. And it does help a lot with just your overall energy levels during the day. So yeah. My what else right now? Yeah. It's even cool just to see like, Dude, there's just something if you haven't really spent time on a bike or even running like there's something really cool about biking or running through the areas that you usually like drive commute through i mean I, yeah. like when, when we were um when i was tad so like the year after we graduated uh and i was coaching uh football that year and we lived like a couple miles away i decided to try to bike in a couple times and it's just like such a cool feeling like yeah you know, biking the roads you usually drive on and like getting to work. And, um, yeah, like you said, I think getting like your blood moving first thing in the morning too, just kind of sets you up for success in the day. So I agree. I, you know, if you, if you've been in shit or, you know, give it a shot, see if, see if you enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I guess for the, what else too is, um, we kind of, we talked about this on the last, our last podcast, but we got some hats coming in. Um, Woo! We, 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 we made some more, some more hats. So we made some more Navy, Navy hats. Um, we got three different ones this time. Pretty excited about, and we got our first run on some Sonico hats. Um, a little press OGs. on some OGs. Yeah. Um, so we're excited. We're gonna, last time we kind of just did word of mouth and, um, you know, shipped them out to people this time we're going to get a little website up and running. So, I think on our next time we share like what we've learned, we'll, we'll hopefully have a lot to to share on starting a website and 
trying to get official uh on like llc and all that kind of stuff so we got a lot to learn there yeah i would say pat and i are we're we're not we're not great at anything we're good at a lot of a lot of little things yeah but you know websites llc's uh, pretty much anything in that ballpark, like especially technology wise, is just not our forte. So if you got any points or tips, like you know, send them our way, send them yeah. in the comments, whatever. Video creation, uh, <laughs> video creation, please. Yeah, help. yeah, come on. Um, we got all the footage you need. We just need someone to. We need we need like a third party who's maybe won't feel embarrassed by like cutting up their own videos and uh, make them look really cool. I don't know if anybody's noticed, but Pat's mainly the only one in the videos because it's me creating them. <laughs> yeah, I, dude. I hate making the videos. <laughs> that is something we have not said to this point, but I've always noticed that. I'm like, whenever Travis cuts up a video, it's always just of me. It's not of him. And if I cut up, I've only cut up like two of those videos and I'm like, all right, I got to make sure Travis is on there. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, so the hats, we're excited about the hats and um, we kind of got some ideas for some different like Navy fun like fun navy themes to do throughout the year and hopefully get some cool sunny coast stuff going on so if you want to wrap the brand be on the lookout we got some uh some hats coming right on and uh pat you got anything else otherwise we can wrap it up that's it dude we have 15 days left in the uh, two for 30 challenge you know if you haven't if you haven't jumped on yet it's never too late you can go ahead and it's, it's never too late to start a start a streak so start yeah now. yeah get after it for two for 30 um encourage those around you to do it we've had some pretty awesome uh people doing it and posting about it on social media not that you have to but yeah you know it's fun building the community around it and we appreciate it i know the other people um in sonico appreciate it so guys just we appreciate your love and for you listening and making it this far and uh keep getting after it on the two for 30 challenge it's never too late to start it's never too late Never, so. never too late. All right. Sonico, peace out, guys. Peace out. Be good.